This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the mind. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim For Your Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, aka only debate my equals everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say J.U. Ice. Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. If you leave me in the room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, Don? It's your man Dame going wild. The West Side landlord, the pride of PA, high chief Dame don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, Bobby Beige, the one man brand, the professional fucker upper, and the David <laughs> Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast. You know who they came to see. Professional fucker upper. Yeah. That's what's up. I like that. That's what I do for a living, basically. I just fuck up good things. Um, welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast episode eighty, seventy nine. No, last week was seventy nine. Last week was seventy eight because it was the winter storm of seventy eight called um, the white whatever. And um, because I just listened to the episode yesterday oh, okay. too. And this week is episode seventy nine. Seventy nine. Shout out to nineteen seventy nine, the year my brother was born, and my brother just came back touchdown this week. So welcome back to my brother. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I'm glad he's uh, able to get out the belly of the beast and touch down and be out here with us. Yeah, man. He's gone, you know, uh, three, 42 months, you know, 42 months, a long ass time, man. But what's the first thing you want to do when he when he touched down? Uh, go to IHOP and get a Colorado omelet. All right. You Take that man to IHOP. Yeah. So we went down. <laughs> <laughs> we went to IHOP and got a uh, Colorado omelet and um, took him straight to the P.O., um, then, you know, went to go see the kids and everything and, um, just hung out with family that first night. And, um, then last night, uh, one of my partners, shout out to Drake Clay, he graduated this week. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, congratulations, Clay. Um, so we had, I was down at the cigar bar and shit. And so, bro, he had no cigar in a while. So, hey man, went down, hung out, had a good time and shit. Give him a cigar and some yak. Hell yeah, and um, uh, my cousin came in town last night, you know what I'm saying, from Cali, shout out to G, and, um, you know, hung out, tried to do something tonight too, just getting reacclimated, you know what I mean? Yeah, 42 months is a long time to be away. Hell yeah, dog, it's a long ass time and shit, and uh, that prison shit ain't no joke. No, uh, Like, no. I don't give a fuck if they got TVs or cable, I don't give a fuck what they got. It ain't home, that it shit ain't is. home cooking. It ain't women. It ain't being able to walk to the store. And you know what? It I, just ain't safe, though. Nah. <laughs> like, no, nah, prison night. Like, no, nah, I don't think niggas It's understand. a bunch of predators in that motherfucker. Like, you know, just shit. Just, you know, it was a couple hours for the ride up there and ride back, especially when it was all snowing and shit. But, like, nigga, just a couple different stories. Like, nigga, this shit is not safe. <laughs> like, it's not safe at all. You know what I'm saying? Niggas think they know what. Be, it's not safe. 
Nah. You know, don't nobody want to be in that shit. Hell so. no. Nah. And you, you're fortunate for your freedom, you know, once it's taken away from you. And, you know, just speaking of things being fortunate about, today we had the opportunity yeah. to do uh, our fundraiser along with, well, give back to the D along with, uh, what's the name of the salon? I can't think of the name of Beautiful Beats. Yeah, Beautiful Beats. Uh, Jackie Wright and All Things Detroit and some of the other sponsors today. Uh, uh, Unsavory Antics. Yeah, Unsavory okay. Antics. Shout out to the homie Verge who came out. Verge was out on the streets feeding people. He wasn't able to be in the warmth yeah. of the warming center. Started off in the warming center and then he was out, he was the out there in the trenches. Ser- serving porridge. Uh, it really wasn't porridge. It just sounds still. funnier. For the, <laughs> yeah, it sounds funnier for the story. But you know what, man? It was... It was a heartwarming and even a heartbreaking yeah. experience to to be there to help. And you're just really thankful for the small things that you have. I mean, we've seen brothers in there. It's snowing outside. We've seen brothers in there with shorts on, you know, dudes in there in flip-flops that mm-hmm. are literally walking through the snow. So, I mean. You got young, old, um, sick, healthy Mentally unstable, stable. Like, it's a lot of different things that's going on. People that you would probably pass by on the streets and did not even look like they were in need of help. Yeah. But down there getting warm and getting fed. Thank you for Slows Barbecue for coming Shout out. out to Slows, man. Yeah, because they bought the good food out. Yeah, and good. a lot of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We that fed everybody and still had food yeah. left over People to had give seconds. out. We got, was able to give out toiletry bags for men and women. And... um it would, you know, water and mac and cheese and bean, green beans and chicken. And, I mean, they had some good food. And I'm just happy that we was able to brighten up somebody's day, even even if it's for, for today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everybody need a hot meal and a warm place to stay. And, you know, when you look at it. You know, you may complain about the situation that you're in, but you are more blessed than somebody yeah, else. Somebody out there. is praying for your troubles right now. Yeah, like I will take my, I'll take your troubles. I'll take and you give mine. And we can when we pulled up. There's what the warming center probably housed about maybe 150, 200 people. Mm-hmm. There was probably like another at least good hundred to 150 outside. people outside that could not even get in. Yeah. So we did when I, we was leaving. There was uh, a lot of other people out there. Um, with hot cocoa and different things and just giving out food, man, because it's, I mean, we should be doing this type of thing every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But around these times, it's extremely cold. It's the holidays. I guess this is whenever it's on, it's on people's mind. So whenever it's on your mind, do what you can do to give back, man. Something's very, very small and insignificant out your day, just a couple hours. And I talked to Jackie. She said she's going to be doing another fundraiser for around prom time to help out young ladies. But, you know, just being down in the warming center, we see how in need people are of donations. If yeah. you have clean clothes, you know, bags that you're not using, gently worn items, shoes, you, know, you can take it down. There are 24 hours. You can take yeah. it down there and donate and be a blessing to somebody else, not just during the holiday season, but just in general. Because people out there are really in need of it needed that help, and um, it was uh before you got there. Me and Verge was, uh, were standing there, and it was a young lady, uh, an older lady. She came by, and like people don't want to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, she had mentioned to somebody standing, like I saw you looking at me up and down. And he was like, "No, I wasn't." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But she was very, very self conscious. Like, well, like I, I, I'm embarrassed to be here. Uh, so we started talking like there's nothing to be embarrassed about like today you know what I'm saying we're here trying to help you out and then she started going on about 
some of the things that was going on in her life. And you can just tell that it was heavy on her, you know what I mean? And later on in the, in the afternoon or in the morning, I guess somebody behind her didn't like how big her bag was. And it was kind of like, oh, I s- yeah, I know all the, you know what I'm saying? Like, even while you in there, they they got they find a comfort from the, the cold and bitterness on the street. But it's still not safe in there. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just people with attitudes and bullies and just. Your situation is so me- could be so messed up now that you you're not happy, so you're gonna make someone else unhappy, man. So all the way around, man, we just need to to lift them up with supplies, food, prayers, support, anything that we can do. Definitely, definitely. Glad we can help out in our own little way, though. And hopefully, we can you know look to this will be the first of many philanthropic yeah. efforts from Shop Talk Podcast. Yeah, man, Slows, y'all got my my, my support, man. So go fuck with Slows because they definitely showed up with a lot of food. And they sat there and they donated. They the donated owner. food. The owner of Slows came and his out wife, and served. And they were serving. They ain't just drop some stuff off and say, hey, y'all do it. Y'all was out there actually serving. So much respect to them. Um, and uh, I'm fucking with them for now on. Yeah. I saw you eat chicken. And I thought you wasn't fucking with meat. I'm not. You look like a carnival with a meat today, <laughs> my nigga. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not. So no. how, was, how was your week, bro? Uh man, my week was pretty good, man. All things considered, you know what I'm saying. I got my bro back uh, a couple of days off. You know, I took a couple of days off. The snow wasn't no joke this week, though. No, it wasn't. And I was really reconsidering, like, why did I get a house? Like, uh, this is a lot of fucking snow. Yeah, it was. And yeah, I don't know if you looked at my snap, but my old dude got this big, heavy duty ass snow blower. Yeah, which took care of most of that shit. But let me tell you, this bitch is heavy as fuck, and. It's self-propelling, but I couldn't get it to start up in the garage. Mm. And my old man live on a corner house. I live on a corner house. So too. I had to drag it from the garage to, like, the front door to, like, use See, the starter fluid and all that shit. And that bitch is, like, 300 pounds of dead-ass weight. Like, when you take in consideration, like, the, the, the both corners, like, I'm damn near shoveling half a block. <laughs> you know <Yeah>. what I'm <laughs> saying? And then... How my gate is, you know what I'm saying, to get in the garage. Like, I got to shovel that whole driveway portion out. And, like, it's a lot of damn shoveling. And then, you know what I'm saying, I went and looked out. And uh, my pops got a, a sh- snowblower. But I went over there, helped him with his snow, um, helped a couple of my friends out with their snow. Because, you know, ladies, they can't be out here shoveling the snow, man. They can't. Um, so just show up with a shovel. Because I live next door on a single mother. So, I mean, I knocked out her snow. When I went out with the snowblower and got mine, I will tell you. I will tell fellas this: if you call yourself courting a woman and she out there shoveling her snow, you losing. What if she got a son though? Teenage son. Listen, you need to go help out. Fair enough. Like, I mean, that's the least that you can do. I mean, if that's somebody that you you trying to actively pursue, like, why would you not shovel the snow? I mean, at some point. I mean, man, I'm not. I'm not denying yeah, that at all. At like, some point, a man should be a man, right? Yeah. Like, certain Every shit. day, yeah. you should be a fucking man. So that shit, wow. Because I, I seen, I just seen posts of the internet like niggas out here shoveling bitches snow. I'm like, yeah. you a man? Go shovel your neighbor's snow, not because you're trying to get on, because 
like that's the I, right I, thing to I do. shovel my neighbor's snow because I see her and her young son in the house every day. The boy can't be no older than like nine or ten, and she got a huge driveway. So I'm out here with a snowblower. It took me five minutes and the guys to knock on my off street, my street. The dude next door, you know, him and his wife stay there or whatever. He shoveled the snow. Like, depending on who get out there first, he'd come all the way through because our mail carrier got to go through there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So whoever out there shoveling first would shovel like the first, you know, four or five houses on the street because like the mail carrier got to get everybody need to get their mail or whatever. So it's not like, like no, this is supposed to be a community. Pull to help each other out. You know what I'm saying? I think over over time we've kind of lost that sense of community. But I mean, I got out there with the snowball. And I don't even speak to my neighbors, but I'm still gonna shovel. The, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it looked weird as hell when I I hit that you just hard stopped. line, <laughs> that hard line, and like, yeah, I'm not going no past this. Like, eh. That's not, I look kind of bold. Yeah, and that's that's the same way it is. Like on my dad's block, since he lived on the corner, we got that neighbor right there to the left, and it's like, do I stop or do I just yeah, just keep going? I feel like an asshole. Like, yeah, and I mean, I'm already out here. I got the gloves and the hat on. I might as well take an extra five, ten minutes out my day and knock that shit out. Yeah. And I can be like people have been nice enough because they know the situation my father's in and my sister lives at home. So I mean, she's not really going to get out. My my sister lives there, so she's not going to get out there and knock it out. So, I mean, and I don't get off of work till later on in the evening. So sometimes I'm just not, you know, I mean, I get there till 7, 730 at night. Yeah. So I appreciate my neighbors, you know, being neighborly and just helping out a little bit. Yeah. We all got to look out for each other. Definitely. We man. should at least. So how was your week, man? Uh, week was pretty decent. Besides, you know, that's, that snow kind of threw a monkey wrench in my week. You know, I had them kids not having to go to school and finding somewhere for them to go throughout the day can be Man, be a job. challenge. I mean, leave yeah. those children at home. Yeah, I can for the most part, but my oldest is in ninth grade, and he's he don't he, have to watch kids. Yeah, oh yeah. Now, during the summer, I just leave them all at home. But he's he's really studious, and he is worried about like missing a test. And I'm just like, come on. Like, you got a 3.6. And I, I get it. Who's the girl's name at, work, at school you want to see? Kennedy. <laughs> that's, her, that's her fucking name. Kennedy is who you want to see. Like, Dad, you know, you shouldn't not going to school today. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'll get my Look, study partner I, over here. I pulled up to the school. And normally when I get to, when I drop them off at school, it's about 7.15, 7.20. So it's a, it's a little crowd of kids outside. I pulled up to the school that day. I could literally count the cars in the parking lot. Yeah. I'm like, this this where you want and he only had to stay to school till one o'clock so i'm just like bro you can go back home make breakfast and just chill out your mom is gonna come get y'all at like See, two o'clock ain't nobody in the school that means stairwells is free hey man <laughs> Look, i had sex inside a cast so i understand I'm hoping. No, I don't understand. I don't want my son having <laughs> having sex. Not, not yet. Not yet. I don't. I don't need. Yeah. No. No. No air horn. No air horn. I don't need. I don't need my baby having sex yet. Oh man. Hey. It. it uh. Sometimes it happens. You know? No. No. I don't want to hear that. I want. I want all my kids to wait till they're married. You're a liar. <laughs> no, that's the truth. <laughs> I want them all to wait till they're married. Because physically, you may be ready, but emotionally, you ain't there yet. Hey, man, it's normal. No, I mean, yeah, it's normal, but... Niggas been popping up babies about 16, 17 since the beginning of the time. You can't have no baby in my house. If you get pregnant, you got to get the fuck out. Figure it out. So we're going to have a whole conversation about this at another day. I just think that black people kick their kids out too early. I'm not looking to kick my kids out. And that's that's the thing. Like, you can stay there 
as long as you as long as you need to to get on your feet. Well, I, I, I plan. Yeah, this because out. it's a whole. Yeah, because I why, I definitely a, I definitely agree with you that we do like at eighteen, like you grown, so now you need to start kicking in five hundred dollars a month on bills. That's not the type of parent I plan on being. I mean, but, you can stay. You could still help out. On I'm, oh yeah, you're gonna help out on something, but I'm not going. I'm not trying to take. A Put a dent in your yeah. pocket. Like, yeah, kick in $100, $150 a month. Kick out that shit that you use. Since your ass always on the internet, you paying this fucking internet. Yeah, d- something something simple to give you a semblance of what life is like out here. Yeah. But I'm not kicking my kids out as soon as they turn 18. But I will let you know you ain't having no baby in my house and expecting to stay there. Like, that's just not going to happen. What, what's going to happen? Uh, you need If you're grown enough to have a family, then you need to be grown enough to stand on your own, too. Mean, bi- it's condoms in my house, so biology takes place whether I'm grown or not. A baby could pop out. You're not kicking your kid out with a baby, dog. I just don't believe you. I don't believe you, dog. <laughs> I don't want to have to prove to you that <laughs> that my theory is true. I just don't believe it. Nah, man, because if you love them babies, man, I do. I love my kids. You just so don't want to be a grandfather. That's what it is. I I do want to be a grandfather. Not right just, now. Yeah, like give me give me twenty years. Oh, nigga, you nigga, you gonna fuck around have six years, nigga? You gonna be a grandfather? Just just make it. Just everybody make it at least a so twenty one. So he in the ninth grade. Yeah, he's he fourteen. He'd be two years at twenty. Shit, this nigga popping one out. Hey man, I need you to go to light, this this light skin nigga with curly hair. So this this <laughs> this is what I preach to all my kids that college is not an option. Like you must go to college. You must do some type of training after high school. Like it ain't just I'm gonna walk on to the world. Like I need you to do something because your high school diploma is not gonna be enough to just get you through life without and and let you live the life that you want to. I need you to have some type of secondary education and training. I need you to do better. Your mother has a master's degree and is working on her PhD. You see, you see, Dad. I got a little. I did some college, but my great like. In high school, I just didn't get no fuck. So I didn't have the grades to necessarily go to a four-year university. But I went to Specs Howard. I did community college. Like, I got a little something. And and even now, I've still decided to continue my education because I want to get my bachelor's degree just for myself, at least at this point. That would be, like, a personal goal for me. But I've made a decent life without it. But I don't want y'all to have to go through some of the same struggles. And education is the gap. Education is where you close the gap. Or what helps you to close the gap. Now, hard work gets you places that, you know, maybe an education won't necessarily get you, but it will help you. Maybe I said that wrong. But anyway, it goes, I want I want my kids I'm, to I'm, go to college. I'm just thinking, I mean, I, I get you. I yeah. do. I just want them to have a better life than, than what I had or what I've given them. I do. I don't know if college is a college isn't always isn't always the you need to do something this, after high school. Yeah. Like you're just not going to be working at go, GameStop. Go build some value in yourself so that you can be a productive member of society and someone actually wants to pay you money to do something. Whether it be a trade school yeah. or something. But I need you to do something. Somebody but don't have like, no fucking baby in the middle of that shit. Don't don't make me a grandfather. See, there, there we go. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's really what it is. No, because I can't help you. I can't babysit. All right, man. Let's talk about some of the shit that went on this week, dog. It's a lot of bullshit that went on this week. Where are we going to start at? 
I'll tell you this. Uh, this was a big story this week, and I did not get involved in it at all. I did not watch it. I didn't. I saw people talking about it. The little bitty racist? The little boy. Well, so, explain to me what happened, because I so, don't know. So his mother put out a viral video. The young man's name is Keaton Jones, that he was being bullied at school, and kids were pouring milk on him and <laughs> said, putting ham up his shirt. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, <laughs> ham-ass shirt. I'm sorry. I should be laughing. <laughs> but you know, ham-ass shirt. They pour, they pour milk on him? Yeah. Pour milk on him, putting putting sandwich meat up his shirt and shit like that. And he broke down and was crying. And the video went viral. And it sparked a lot of interest. And you had athletes, you know, inviting him out to, to watch games. I saw a NFL player talking to him or some shit. Yeah. Uh, who's my man to play Captain Captain America in the Avengers? I don't know his real name, but he invited him out Captain to the America. yeah Captain America invited him out to the premiere of the new Avengers next year. And his someone started I won't say if his mother or who it was, yeah, but it someone was. started a GoFundMe page, and he had racked up almost 50, six yeah fifty eight thousand or something. yeah almost sixty racks in terms of donations in like forty eight hours. But come to find out. You know, and thanks to Black Twitter for us being nosy as we are. Come to find out, his mother had posted pictures of them, like with Confederate flags. His father is his estranged father is in jail and is supposedly a racist you and a member. Is, so this, this and a member of a white supremacist organization. I just want to be an asshole for just like two point two seconds. I find it funny that we are offended by those uh, Confederate flags and that Nazi shit. When it's uh, on this little kid's family. But last week, uh, we was happy that the black girl was about to marry Prince Harry. But that nigga had on the Nazi shit. Had too. on a swastika. Like, nigga, nobody care about that shit. But now this week, we care about it again. It's important. I just thought I'd point that out there because you niggas are hypocritical. It's Fair enough. Fair anyway, enough. Continue, brother. So, come to find out that it may have been, you know, some bullshit in the water. His mother came out, I forget, on one of those morning shows and saying, like, we're not racist. People that know us know. Yeah, we took a picture of the four, flag. We got four black friends or something. Yeah, some shit. Yeah, shit like that. I did hear somebody say something like she said that was a joke. It was supposed to be funny. To who? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> to, I mean, your four, did your four black friends find it funny? Right. I don't I don't find that shit funny at all. And also I just want I, I wanna be an asshole again. Go ahead. Go ahead. Two seconds. You don't you don't have to ask permission to be an no, asshole. No, I'm just saying I, I do also find it funny uh that uh if she did put that memorabilia up there and said she thought it was gonna be a joke, um Remember a couple of weeks ago when in the video game it had like the 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 Nazis were hanging people and they yeah. was like this is a part of history, people online like this is part of history, get over it. Well y'all niggas should get over this shit too. If y'all want to keep it, if y'all want to keep that same energy, if it was just, it's a part of history, I don't care why niggas mad, they shouldn't be mad at her either. Okay, fair enough. That's I don't believe shit I see on the internet. Yeah. Only because I know all of it is fake and phony and filtered with his own bullshit, so I don't, I don't I, care. I just seen this little, little, this little kid uh, crying. I'm like, oh, what? Is, like, I didn't want to get involved, man. I mean... Either way that you put it, being bullied is wrong. But if, are you being bullied because of your antics from what your, your so family saying, is teaching? Was he saying like we, we don't know? We nobody's come out because I said got that. the feeling that he was on some racist shit, and it was like it's not his fault. His parents t- taught him this. I'm like, what? What did he say in this video? Like, yeah, he didn't say nothing racial in the video. But I'm uh, I'm wondering if he going to school and calling the black kids niggas, and that's why they pouring milk, milk on them and throwing <laughs> ham up your shirt. He go to a black school? Or? I don't know. From from his accent, you could tell there's somewhere in the South. So, who knows? 
I just thought I don't want you to be bullied because why I mean, was this a why was this such a big story this week though? Because bullying is wrong, bro. I mean, have you ever been bullied? I'm sure niggas in the crack <laughs> crack jokes on me shit like now, anybody like somebody cracking jokes and somebody like bullying you consistently. No every one day. physically no anybody physically putting their hands on me like nigga I'm a fo-. no that shit is not like going give me down. your lunch money not not at all. never one hundred percent not mm-hmm. going down. But you know on the flip side of this there was a young lady a t- more young girl. I think nine or ten year old girl that hung herself yeah. from being bullied at school. That shit bothered me. It bothers me a lot too because it didn't get the same type of. What bothered me is how do you know to do that? To, I mean, they kids you know watch saying? kids watch movies. They like that. Like the they have access to more information than that, what we used that whole, to. That, like that shit. Like what would give a ten year old like how is that an option that comes into logically thinking like all right this is what I'm gonna do like that shit baffled me and it shouldn't baffle me because we have the internet and phones and all this shit but like I thought to myself like how does a child know to do that like because that is a learned behavior no one just comes into it like uh, I don't want to be here so I'm like that's a learned behavior somebody you saw that somewhere and you thought that was a maybe a viable option for you after you saw it but I think that's a learned behavior. What troubles me is that maybe sometimes we turn a blind eye to people's cries for help. You know, I can say very personally, and I won't give the situation away, but I had somebody very close to me just very recently attempt suicide. Mm. And, you know, looking back on it, maybe there were some maybe there were some signs that I should have, should have seen. But I'll be perfectly honest, I haven't been the the very the most open person and even I'm not as close to family members as I should be. Mm-hmm. So maybe I I wasn't around to hear those signs, but you know, when people have those cries for help, we can't dismiss it right. as that, you know, this is kids or maybe they're going through something or maybe they're really crying out and they need your help. So I would just encourage people just to be open and cognizant and aware of what's going on around you other than just in your tunnel vision of the world that somebody else may may need real help may be crying out for help regardless if he's a racist if his family is racist or not bullying is wrong is shit is just wrong so you know yeah man and um i think when you do see a cry for help or something that could be perceived as a cry for help you got to listen sometimes you got to come out of your own comfort zone because everybody is not the person that will have a, a deep or introspective conversation, but you may be that that person last opportunity to have that conversation Definitely. with. So it may be something that you're uncomfortable with saying, but I would rather I would rather have a I would rather have an uncomfortable conversation than no conversation at all. Yeah, um, you do need to be that resource for people. Yeah, so it's unfortunate all the way around. I don't think his family is going to get so the this, money. This bullying thing. So when is it bullying and when is it like this? I don't I hate saying this shit, but like kids being kids, like niggas make crack, like niggas crack jokes on me when I was kid. Like you crack back. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes. But not everybody is equipped with that. You know what I'm saying? Not not all kids are quick witted or have that that type of thick skin. I believe some days you own some days. Sometimes it's not your day. Like, damn, yeah. <laughs> Fuck y'all got me. You know, but but not everybody. But not everybody is built to fight back. Unfortunately, some of us just don't don't have that in us. So so when the bullying comes, like so, I want to know when does it quote unquote bullying. So so this one particular day, niggas cracked on you. Boom. You go home. I'm being bullied, or is it that once I notice that I'm cracking on you every day for like a week straight, you don't got nothing. Like everybody, somebody gonna get these jokes off. 
Like the joke yeah. is gonna get off. When does it become bullying? Like how many times does it happen consistently before we're like, all right, this is somebody who is pointing me out and not just everybody got that day. I don't know what point it becomes bullying. I don't have an answer for that. But being, you know, a parent, if my child was to come home like consistently and I can tell the difference in my child that they're distraught, that something's not right with them, then I need to address it as bullying. This is what you should do. This is two things I said. (laughs) (laughs) Jay Johnson's uh, two rules. Rule number one, if you got an ugly kid. Wow, uh, Jess. If I ever had an ugly son, Snigger is going to be geared the fuck up. And he's getting a haircut twice a week. He is going to be so fly that when people call him ugly, he's going to say, bitch, look at my shoes. Like, yo, is, that, is that the cure to bullying? Listen, you are going to shame these people and to make them feel poor and less than you. Because they're already making you feel wow. less than you. That is that, that's, that, that's number one. Like, if they're cracking on you, you got to come back. Do you know how something. expensive it is to, to clothe a child? Clearly you don't. How much is, is no cost that I will not pay for my son's self-esteem? You are setting, this, you are setting little Johnson, little Jason Johnson up for failure. Well, let's, let's, let's be real. <laughs> the Johnson jeans are good, okay? <laughs> and every young lady I've, uh, that I spend some quality time with uh, have good jeans as well. Okay. Because I've been in those jeans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if I've been in those jeans, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but that's never going to happen. But. If that was the case, oh, this nigga's going to be geared to fuck up. Because as soon as they come with an ugly joke, I'm going to come with a broke joke. Well, my ugly ass uh, got this new watch. Boom, that's your. <clears throat> They're going to be beating your child up and taking the shoes yeah. off of them. Uh, number two, um, you're going to be fighting your ass off. We're going to uh, MMA and Krav Maga. As soon as this nigga say something, you put this nigga in the Vulcan death grip and say, say it one more time. You're going to spend so much time up at school, bro. You're going to spend so much time How up at say, school. Uh, ain't that nigga with the pow. <laughs> ain't that nigga with the fake pow. Stay in your place. You don't know what it's like to get that car from school and you have to go up there. Like you are going to go, spend I'm so. Gonna, but listen, this is, this is what's going to happen. Because I got the call with my nephew and shit. Oh, man. So my nephew got into a fight right before uh, he graduated and shit. And my brother came out. I got to show him the video because it it's the video <laughs> age. I got to show the nigga the video. But I'm going to go up there, you know, looking all concerned and shit. But inside, smiling like a motherfucker. Happy as hell. You handle your business. Sometimes you got to handle your business. Look, look man, my, my, my youngest son, the school age, is a fighter. He fights a lot. And I'm talking about this is something that's been known about him. This is his third school. So this is something that follows him Put from every school. Him. Yeah, yeah send but him, send him a machete. He get him right. Oh no, no. We we going up to Brother Machete during the during the break. And the, and the, and you know what I'm saying? And the but whole all I'm just, Muslim discipline too. All I'm just saying is that you don't want you don't want to be that Look, I had a teacher call me about school get out at 3.30. I had a teacher call me at 2.15 talking about you need to come up here and get him. He's been fighting all day. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, literally, it's going to take me like a half hour to get there. Like, school would just be out. Can I just come get him at the end? We have a cut. And she's like, no, you need to come get him now. Because he plans on beating up a kid at, <laughs> at 3 o'clock. I, I got up there. My son is sitting in the office. He has blood on his shirt. The little boy that he was fighting is like two chairs down with broken glasses and blood on him. I asked my son. I said, man, what, what happened? He said, Dad, I hit him and I saw black. Me, <laughs> That's all I could. So let me ask you a question. How many kids at that school pick on your son? 
zero <laughs> because they know he well, throw them hands. Well, then my plan works. And they don't pick on his because I always joke that I call my, my middle two kids the twins because they are literally like 18 months apart. So they're only like a year apart in school because my daughter got like a December birthday. And I always joke that she the brains and he the muscle. I've seen her tell other kids like when she tells you, you don't want me to go get my brother. Like she absolutely means that shit because hey. he going to come and he going to fight. So, you know, what I'm saying my brother was the enforcer in the family <laughs> with, my, uh, with my two of my female cousins. You know, what I'm saying I think he probably beat up all they boyfriends at one point. Uh, it was just it is what it is. We was a fighting family though, so and wasn't about to be no bullying shit going on. We fighting. Like, that's that's fair. My I I might say that my youngest son has some bully in him because so there's some funny now shit. I don't I don't agree with the bullying. Like nah. you're not about to be no bully. You know what I'm saying? We we on defense. We not on offense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But I heard I heard my youngest son and my oldest they share a room together. So my oldest fourteen, my youngest son is ten. And I heard I don't know what they was arguing about, but my room is downstairs and the kids' rooms are upstairs. I'm at the steps and I can hear my younger son tell my older. He said, "You don't want no smoke." Now, yeah, I got to go upstairs and break that shit up, oh, but I'm downstairs. Shit. And I had to pull my oldest to the side. I said, look, man. You might you, not want no smoke. Your brother, your brother's starting to get a little size to him, and he's he just warned you. I don't know what it is, but you need to assert yourself as the oldest. You know, the little brother, he, he don't want to be the little brother. He don't. <laughs> he you know don't but so when me and my brother used to fight but you can't have your you can't have your brother talking to you like he was that. always the strongest and shit so all i had was one move was his headlock and once i get the headlock on it's not going nowhere like we would sit there on the floor for an hour like i'm not <laughs> if i let this shit go it's, it's a wrap for me though. <laughs> and i was super super skinny and shit like no this all i got dog. so you'd hold the headlock until what somebody came home nigga until till an adult got here so <laughs> <laughs> somebody got here to break it up where i can find me an Skate route. Oh shit. man, that's funny. All I got, that's all I had in my my my, uh, my weapon bag and shit at the time. That's funny. Uh, what else is week? Sexual assault is making a comeback this week. Russell Simmons, hey man, been accused of forcible rape by three young women thus far. It's yeah, forcible rape. He got like fourteen allegations now. Though. Like ten more came this week. One said, "No, fuck all the the talking, nigga. Forcibly raped me." Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. First of all, I have absolutely no jokes for that because there's, Not at nothing, all. there's like absolutely this, nothing funny about that shit. We giving him a listen. Are we really giving Russell a pass? Because I said here on this podcast maybe about two episodes ago, Russell has always had a history of young girls. And what I'm saying, isn't that at least statutory rape? I just feel that our community has given him more of a pass than we gave Bill Cosby. I, I give you that. You know what I mean? Like we we because Russell is like one of the godfathers of like hip hop. He's revered. When Russell came in, it was like, well, let's wait till we hear some more information. Like we didn't say, let's wait till we hear some more information on Roy Moore. No, we was like, fuck that nigga. He, he fucking kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we know Russell fuck with kids. Oh yeah, kids yeah. the children. You know what I'm saying? Not an adult, shit. Not a not not an 16, adult. 17 year olds ain't, ain't an adult. Like I think we, I think he getting a pass, and I don't. Now these are just allegations. Is he getting a pass now though? Now that it's out there, are he we not, still giving? I mean, we talked about it for like, well, we this is our first time being able to talk about, it, but it's not out there like Bill Cosby. It was memes everywhere. With Bill Cosby. Yeah. Like 
it was on all the. But I think Bill Cosby also took a different approach. He was much more defined with it. Russell kind of backed out of the spotlight. He stepped down from being chairman of his businesses. I'm, not, I'm still making all the money. I'm just not. Yeah, I'm just not the face of shit right now. And, but I mean, sometimes that can make maybe it's made a, a difference in the narrative. I'm not now, saying it makes it right. He did say that he ain't raped nobody ever. That's what he did say before when all the allegations came out. He was like, well, our accounts of his shit are a little bit different, but I'm stepping down. Now, what Russell did that I felt was like an ass bag move. Uh, he, you know, the hashtag. Uh, me too. Yeah, you know he's created his own his own hashtag of not me, and I. Hey, listen, uh, listen. Uh, so as a, sell me on it. As allegations go, if if someone ever in life accused me of rape, I am not taking that passive aggressive no comment shit. I'm saying hell fuck no, I ain't do that shit because I would never do the shit. I'm not taking that quiet route or. Not speaking with, I know it's probably against my best judgment. Press conference. Hey, hell fuck no, I didn't do that shit. You're, I'm going to offensive. You are you are going to make your PR person rich because you are going the wrong way about that shit. We that was see, not the time to be the aggressor. But I'm saying we always, we see how this shit happened. The, the, somebody get accused, they never say something. No, I need to, you need to deny this shit. I mean, I'm not going to say it as in, so I'm being a little bit facetious when I'm saying hell no, but like no, I'm denying that shit strong. Somebody recently denied. I think it was Nelly that denied that he had done any wrong. Smiley, and then Nelly was just recently cleared of his yeah. rape allegation. They, yeah, they Smiley got Tavis. He came out like, no, nigga, I ain't do this shit. He made a statement. He put a video response out like, hey, they let me go, but no, this is not popping. I'm t- I'm telling like for for an example, Bill Cosby, nigga, you should be out here saying, nigga, I didn't do this shit. He ain't never said he didn't do it. Bill close to death. You just need to be hanged. at this point. Like, no, fam. I wish 70 people would come out here and say I did some shit. Nigga, what? No, no, I didn't. When you can't legally say when you can't say I didn't do it. Why? Why can't I say I didn't do it? If I didn't do it, what could you prove if I'm telling the truth? Me saying I didn't do it shouldn't change nothing. I didn't do it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what's the right way you handle this, this this type of case. I pray to God that I never have to find out. Like R. Kelly talking about he ain't never seen a tape. Nigga, say say swear, <laughs> say swear. <laughs> nigga said they got me on tape doing something. I'm like nigga, let me see this shit immediately because I want to see if this nigga really look like me. R. Kelly said he's never seen the tape. Never seen the tape. Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like this nigga, if you. R- I, I'm, I know R. Kelly has some issues allegedly with being able to read and write, but I'm sure there's someone in your did sex you, cult that can Google R. Kelly sex tape and show it to you. Did I? Did you? Did you? I don't know if you heard this shit. I, I came across information this week. See, R. Kelly was uh, molested as a child. Um, I haven't heard that before, but I it mean, I can, like by if I'm not mistaken, like a hmm it was a it was either aunt or uncle it wasn't like a, a family member. it was a family member and i'm like dog that explains a lot it 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 does help to explain some of the things they that, don't you give know, your past no not at all a lot. not at all but it does help who else was accused of sexual form of bullying uh you got me on that one i don't know if you would classify that as a bullying form. Like when you yeah, that's a stretch. You're reaching. You, get a step. When ladder. you got a, uh, uh, you got this adult male figure or whoever figure, and you manipulation. To yeah, bullying. I don't know. I don't know. If bullying is the word I want to use for that. I don't know. 
I think you can be bullied. Uh, 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 an adult can bully a child into doing whatever you want. Oh, of course. They can certainly coerce a child yeah, and into And then threaten them with different shit. Like, I think that's. It ain't what's. It's not what's going on in the classroom and shit, but. Yeah. I don't know if bullying is a word I want to use. Uh, who else? Ike Taylor. Who's Marshall that? Falk, they all work on ESPN and the NFL Network. Ike Taylor used to be a defensive back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Marshall Falk, part of the greatest show on turf. What is this though? Like they saying like sexual assault allegations, assault or like, sexual misconduct, or like they said some shit that was inappropriate. Pictures, comments. Like I can see that. Warren Sapp got. To, was accused of buying a young lady a sex toy for Christmas three years in a row. Three years. <laughs> this is three not, years in a row. Dog, it got to be tough being a woman, dog. It really do. Couldn't imagine. What do you? What do you like? And you in corporate America in a male dominated. Not industry? even in, not even in corporate America. Like just on some regular shit. I've been I've been out with beautiful women who are just platonic friends. There's. No action, no no extra going on. And listening and seeing some of the shit that men say to them, Man. like when they think I'm not around or they think I'm not listening. Unsolicited pics. Yeah, shit is disgusting. Shit is disgusting, yo. So I couldn't imagine walking around as a woman every day. Man. Because at lit- I think it was Chris Rock that said it, but like literally from the time that a woman starts to develop, which can be, you know, as young as like 12. Or yeah, shit. younger than that. Men are trying to fuck you. Plain and simple. That's horrible. It is. And as a father of daughters, that's the type of shit that keeps me up at night. And as a father of sons, you got to keep the niggas away from other people's children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. Okay. I had the same talks with my son. Put that little red thing away. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> keep your penis to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. No. No. Remember when we used to, I don't know if you remember, but like you may have had an older homie, cousin, brother. Nah, no don't really mean no. You know, they tell you some shit like that. No, not my family. Okay, well, I've heard it before. It's the Bradley house. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Ain't nothing but consensual going on around here. Anybody that's seen my penis oh. is because they asked whoa, to see whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, relax. Relax, <laughs> relax, fam. It's because they asked to see it. That's the only time I'm showing this motherfucker. Congratulations, you played yourself. I don't want to hear about that, fam. I mean... <laughs> Anyway, all I'm just saying is that sexual allegations being made against these gentlemen as well. It's uh, a wrap for you afterwards. Once the allegation up, like, nigga, they looking at you at the side no matter what. Yeah, it's nobody comes back from that successfully. Mm-mm. Who has? I can't name anybody that's been acclu- accused of some type of illicit I- sexual behavior that's come back successfully. R. Kelly? This is a. I don't understand because I why think we I think we give R. Kelly the same the same shit that we're giving Russell Simmons. He's so revered because of his music that sometimes that Russell sometimes we turn. Music. No, we but look how many artists and careers Russell has made though. That that sometimes we turn a blind eye to that shit. But R. Kelly been a pervert for years. He wrote the whole AJ Number to Number album. That that album is about a relationship with an older person. Man, well, R. Kelly was fucking the lid. I don't fuck with R. Kelly, dog. I can't even listen to the his, old music. His um, concert's still getting sold out. Here? Yeah. It's probably, well, I think it's one here this month. Him and, I think him and Charlie Wilson are coming together. Like, I don't understand why y'all niggas still support it. I people, just don't understand it. Remember that Boondocks episode? People love, fucking love R. Kelly. R. Kelly need help. I don't understand it, dog. And then, uh, anyway. And then, 
when something happened, niggas be like, no, he's a racist, blah, blah, blah. But he a rapist. Which one is better? I'd rather have the racist living next door to me than a rapist. Yeah, because at least I know the race. I know how you feel if you're racist. <laughs> right. Plain and simple. We don't have to fuck with each other. Speaking of racist and racist and rapist, uh, Roy Moore uh, lost this week in Alabama. Hey, man, that's because black female voters came out and saved the election in Alabama. Plain and simple. If you want something done right, give it to a black woman to do it with. We say it all the time. A black woman is God. I mean, and she makes she she fixes everything. I will say this: uh, there were three males that was at the uh, give back to the D today, and two of them was us. Yeah, and shout out to Verge. Yes, for real. And everybody else was. Uh, black we made women. a plea to get more black men out, and we were unsuccessful. I guess. Yeah. But so this is awesome. It was put together by black women. Why was this Alabama shit a story this week? I'm about to be the contrarian just to, to right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I mean, one, I don't give a fuck about Alabama. I, I really don't. Uh, this Roy Moore guy, we knew he was fucking with kids like weeks ago, right? Right. He lost to this guy, um, Doug Jones. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck I never heard of Doug Jones until he, until he won? Uh, I don't know. Like, if we knew this guy was running against him, why nobody ever said his name. Y'all say don't fuck with Roy Moore, but who are we supposed to vote for? And like, I saw a bunch of posts like, "This is a win for Black women. This is a win for Black people. This is a win for justice. This is a win for America." Y'all niggas be getting out of control with this little manual shit that don't mean nothing in real life, dog. The world ain't a better place. Like the 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 people in control are still in control. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Not to be like a downer, but like, and let's be honest. Also, Doug Jones didn't win by a landslide. He won by a very small margin of the population that came out and voted that Also, day. I just don't like all the facts, that the quote-unquote facts that people been running with. What they actually showed was exit polls. So when you run up to somebody and ask them a question about who you voted for, they showed that 98% of the women went out and voted for blah, blah, blah. And it was like 92% of the black men voted for such and such and such and such. Like, that was just the 60 or 70 people that they ran them to. Like, yeah. Shout out to the black women who did show up because y'all did show up. But shout out to everybody who showed up as well. And, like, we just got to—I don't know why this shit was a big story this week. One thing that they didn't cover down in Alabama that I saw uh, being covered on certain news outlets is that the police or the state troopers in Alabama have a history of going to polls— and asking people for identification to see if they have open warrants, which essentially discourages a certain segment of the population from coming out and voting. Um, so, because let me tell you something: DPD come out to the polls and they looking for niggas with warrants. Guess who's not coming to vote? This nigga right here. So, this is the thing about people asking for IDs and shit like that and voting. I think you should have your ID. Yeah, there's a there's a difference between the poll workers asking you for ID and the police asking yeah, you for ID. Because anytime a police officer has ever asked me for identification, 
the next thing, hey, Mr. Bradley, can you step out of the vehicle? Yeah. But, like, there's a big thing where, like, people don't think you should be able to, to ask people for IDs and shit. Like, that's a thing. And you got to like, be able to verify who the fuck you are. In like, y'all could be sending anybody in this motherfucker. Yeah. You could you could sway the election that way. Yeah. So, I don't know about that. So I'm but fine the, with not gi- the police part. Yeah, I'm fine with giving ID. I'm not fine with the police coming out and just randomly asking people for ID. Because who's going to stand out? I'm 6'1", 240, full of tattoos. And I'm standing in line ready to vote. Guess who they fucking with? Me. Plain and simple. Mm. Or people that look like me. Black and brown people. Well, I mean, if you follow the laws in this country, um, if you are not um, suspected of committing a crime, you don't have to identify yourself. So it's really just a request. Unless you you think I'm actively um, doing a crime where you have reasonable suspicion that I've actually committed a crime, you can ask you me fit, all you want. You fit the description. Okay. The description Where's your ID, son? The description of what? A suspect. What? Who is not actively doing a crime right now? Because I'm standing here. That that doesn't mean that you want. You I don't get. get you. you ain't been arrested enough. I can tell. I can tell how you talk, and you ain't been arrested enough. Well, once you get arrested, once you go to court and know the actual law, it's not going to stop the actual thing right there. But once you get arrested and you know the actual law, arrest it don't mean shit. The next time you do it to me. Twice, now that's harassment, and now I got a lawsuit on my hands. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But I would do to suggest people brief up with the law. Okay. Well, um, don't stop me when I be on the side of the road. Yeah, it'll stop you when you get to court, though. You're going to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole part I'm trying to avoid. Yeah. I want to enjoy my Saturday. I don't want to go to jail. I ain't getting on my rights. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? Ha- oh, so Disney officially purchased Fox Entertainment. And Disney paid $52.4 billion. This is what it'd be. Yeah. Apple also bought Shazam this week. And what else happened this week? We lost net neutrality. Duh, this is big. So if you think all of this shit doesn't somehow intertwine with one another, you are a fool. Plain and simple. Net You're neutral. A fool. So if you don't know what net neutrality is, let me try to explain it. Right now, it's a free marketplace. Nothing has priority, allegedly, over anything else. Right. With debt neutrality, if I am, hmm, say I'm Comcast and I have an internet service, I can charge Netflix more money so their speed on the internet is faster than Hulu, so to speak. So you as a customer... You are not getting the same speed on one service and you get another one. Or when new net neutrality, say you want to talk about you want to look up the Democratic National Convention and all Donald Trump shit come up. Because I now that I control the Internet and there's no free if it's not a free market, anything that you type in the Internet is bought and purchased for. Like it's not a safe place. <laughs> I'm not just saying it's a safe place now, but no. like the integrity of the Internet is gone. It's been it's been completely compromised. And it's I knew it was going to happen like 10 years ago when they was talking about this shit. But like because that's just Tim for your hat conspiracy theory. Right. Uh, but how did this shit happen? Dog? I mean, I know how it happens uh, because Republicans are lobbyists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand how lobbyists. It's an actual job that you can get to pay people to vote a different way. You pay to influence them. Yeah. You pay this. You pay this person. Money and he goes and influence people like it's fucking. That sounds like the best sales job ever. 
Or that sounds like the nigga in the neighborhood that come through and say, oh, you need protection. <laughs> I'm going to help you out. This is what you're going to do. So your 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 investment will be protected. Protected from you. Who? Me. If you don't pay me this fucking money. Like, I just don't get it, dog. I don't get it neither. It's, it's going to turn the internet into something that we've never seen before, unfortunately. And they said this could start taking place within the next few weeks. So Google could essentially charge you per search. <laughs> yeah. So every time you want to type it, you want to find out something free, $2. Yeah. Enter, enter your credit card information. Google knows you more than you know yourself. Yeah, it does. But I have a friend of mine that works for Google, and that's the whole she – was, she had explained this to me like three years ago that say if you are taking a plane trip, so more than likely you're using an app on your phone to book your – to book your flight. So let's say you use Expedia. Google is already connected to your phone because you, you've searched something. So, you know, they know your email. Your email address is connected to your, your Google information, your Gmail. So now Google knows that you're taking a flight. So what they will now do is suggest things for you to do when you get when you land in Houston. These are the restaurants near your hotel. You're staying mm-hmm. at the Hilton on 245 Elm Street. Papado's is five miles north. Uh so, I mean, Google, will it's supposed to help integrate and make your life easier. But like, yo, they know more. Like you said, they know more about you than you do. They know what music that you're listening to all the time because of your phone. Right. They know where you're going, the things that you're purchasing. How many times do you purchase something through Amazon Prime or, or eBay or Groupon? They know your purchasing habits. Yeah. You, isn't your bank information connected to your phone? They know how much money you got to spend. Google knows everything about you. They know what you're searching. They know what type of porn you like. It's like when you go to, if you got Instagram and you like a model's picture on the favorite page, you know what's going to come up next time you go to the favorite page? They all look the same. But think about this, though, because that's that machine learning. How How does Instagram know that in this picture it's a woman with her tits hanging out? You know what I'm saying? We think about that. Like, so you like a bunch of tits, picture, ass <laughs> pictures and shit, right? And you go to your Explorer page and that's all you see. How does the comp- like, how does the app know what that is what's in that picture? They know what you like. I don't <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, I get, but how does it know that in this picture, like, did the machine look at it like, yeah, it's that's a, an ass of titties. <laughs> it's an algorithm for titties? <laughs> it, it must <laughs> it's be. It's got to be. It's got to be. It must be. They know what you like. I know. I mean, t- Remember we did the Brazier shit yeah. the phone? Yeah, we the, did. The machine, no. We keep building machines. That are smarter than us. No, it? we built the machine that did, the, you seen the one that did the backflip? Yeah. Come on, fam. We got the machine sex workers and shit. They moving their body and shit. Like, dog, we seen this movie a lot. It don't end well for us. <laughs> I've seen iRobot. We seen iRobot. We seen Terminator. We seen, like, dog, this shit don't, Terminator been out for 35 years, dog. Shit came out like in 82, 80-something. We know how this movie ends. It's not going to end well. All right, man. This is the big question I wanted to talk about, dog. It's some shit Omarosa said after she got snatched out the White House. Well, well, well let's, let, let's talk about that first because she says that she resigned. Reports are saying that she was forcibly removed from the White House grounds. That sounds like some shit Donald Trump would do. Kick her out. Forcibly, like whether she was kicking a because I just can't see somebody kicking and screaming, but I can see. You don't think they can escort you out a back way of the White House, whether you kicking or screaming or not? Yeah, that's what I think happened. Oh. I think they try to make it seem like, oh, I didn't want to leave. That's why you did. I know. I think that you know, being an asshole, get her out. Y'all say now. Geez. 
get this NB out of here. Now, you ever been fired? Uh, I got fired on my 89th day. Okay. Remember that story time. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever... I got fired... Can I share a story time with Dame that, that probably ahead. fits into this very well? I got fired once from my job. Uh, really, really good job that I had at the time. I think I think I may have shared this story with you. But I got fired from a job and, you know, I'm sitting there doing my work. Next thing I know, I had my own office at the time. Next thing I know, I'm looking at my call ID from my phone. I'm getting a call down from HR. So I knew what time it was because this day, allegedly, they had fired like over 400 people from the company that we worked at. So I get the call down from HR. I go down there. They gave me my little spill, gave me a severance package, mm-hmm. and you know they asked for the key to my office and my badge, and they were going to fire me that day. So as What badge? <laughs> <laughs> so as my, my boss at the time was walking me out of the office, my first thought, because I was – you remember my boss. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the older uh, alternative lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, older alternative lifestyle gentleman. My first thought was that I'm finna drag this motherfucker down this goddamn office. Because all I had on me, like literally all I wore to work that day was just the clothes I had on and a coat. That's his fault, though. No, nah, but that was the first motherfucker I could. He's a cool guy. He was. He was. And that's probably what's like because I didn't have no box in my hand because I always pack light because I had moved my office like five times in two years. So I stopped packing shit. So my first thought was like, I'm going to put this coat on and I'm going to drag this motherfucker up and down this office. Hey, crime fam. <laughs> yeah, you'd, be prison, you'd be a prisoner right now. Even, yeah. though, even if you didn't mean it that way, it's a hate crime. But I didn't. I love very respectfully. Uh, so I can understand how when you get fired, it brings out, out like a rash of emotions in you that you may not be. Until you get fired, you don't know how you're going to deal with that shit. And I got fired like, I remember that shit. It was on December 4th. So it was right before Christmas. On Jay-Z's birthday. Yeah, and I was depending on them two Christmas checks to get my kids Christmas shit. It ended up being a blessing in disguise because I ended up being rehired in a a different job, but I really didn't lose that much financially. And then also, you know, I was able to get a paid month off from work. So I was able to still buy Christmas shit and spend a lot of time with my baby. So it ended up working out, working out for my good. But I can understand like how being fired will cause you to make some irrational decisions. So she might have tried to storm through the White House to talk to Don- Allegedly, she was trying to storm speaking, in the residence. I'm about to speak to the president. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. You're fired. <laughs> he did the little hit. You're fired. By phone. You know what I'm saying? He, he calls somebody. He's like, hey. He texts from the White, the White I'm House. I'm a roaster there. Tell her to get her shit and get out. Tell her I ain't never coming home. <laughs> um, so after that was over, she did a, uh, some interviews on television. And I saw. She was, right, she was on Good Morning America with Michael Strahan the next day. Yeah. So she made a comment. And she said that because, you know, she being dragged for even being supportive of him or whatever. Of course. She said he a good man, and all the other bullshit. And he said she said that he's not racist, but he's very racial. So a lot of the comments and the things that he says are racially charged, but they are not racist. Which got me to thinking. I have never heard this racial versus racist. And I was like, well, let's have a discussion about it. Because Donald Trump notwithstanding, I do think things can be racial and not racist. Explain that to me because I don't 
What's what's the difference between, in your opinion, between racial and racist? Um, if I talk about the disparagement of funds and resources to the or the net income for white families in this country versus black families in this country, that's a racial conversation. And I can prove that it's because of systematic racism or whatever. I can prove that there is a disparity. So my thoughts and opinions or whatever are definitely race raced based and it's a racially charged conversation but that doesn't mean that I think because I'm black I'm better than you or because you're white you're better you know what I mean it's not I don't think one of us is better but I want to state the facts that this is based upon race so in those particular situations I think that and on this podcast we definitely have racial conversations all the time right yeah but they're not coming from a place of hate where I think because we're black, we're better than white people. Or because white people are better. Than, you know what I'm saying? Do you think not, people of color, though, can be racist? Absolutely. Mm. So I think people of color can be prejudiced. Okay. Um, people get into the, the conversation of races, racism being the systematic whatever and saying that we don't have any power in the system. I think that's a defeated mind state because they tell me I don't have a problem. But listen, we got we got we got our own platform. So if somebody wanted to come on here and we denied them that because of the color of their skin, that's racism. Yeah. Because we are denying somebody opportunity systematically. So, yes, black people can be racist. But in the grand scheme of things, I think we'd be trying to look at being prejudiced. And everybody have different prejudices because you human. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, What do you think? What do you think about the racial versus racist? Uh. I think when it comes to Trump, that motherfucker is just racist. racist. Like, I don't think there's no, I don't think there's no gray area. I don't think it's, he he borderline one way. I just think he's just 100% plain racist. He was just the, the, the catalyst for this conversation. So, Black Lives Matter, racial or racist? I think it depends on what side of the fence that you're standing on. If you are... With Black Lives Matter, if you support the movement, I believe it's racial. If you are against what Black Lives Matter stands for, you could it could easily you could look at Black Lives Matter as being something that is racist. I got you. And I think it's definitely racial because what we're saying, how it initially started was Black lives shouldn't matter in the court system and to the police department and judicial system when we are killed by police officers, white police officers. Our lives should matter as much as the white lives that are killed. Right. Because it's a disparity as far as the racial, um, the judicial system. Like, that's what it meant. Now, people jumped out the window and like, well, why don't black lives matter? Fam, we was talking to a very specific, we're talking to something very specific. And when you look at the numbers, there is a large disparity as far as convictions are concerned when unarmed black men are killed versus um, other any race. other, yeah, any other yeah. race. So that was definitely ratio. I don't think it was meant to say that only black lives matter. Um, it was saying our lives matter too. As well as addition to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I believe that started as something racial and then racist attacked it and took it a whole different, took it to a whole different, whole different bar. Because you could argue that all lives matter could be seen as something that's racist. Yeah, because it was in like you protesting my protest. 
That's what um, Jordan Lucas said in the. Uh, did you see the uh, "I'm Not Racist" video? Yeah. Um, he got he. Got I think f- that video is very problematic. On what? Why you say that? I mean, the video itself is creative, but the back the the initial verse from the racist and then the rebuttal verse, I think, could be seen that as problematic, for the reason being that if you were, he's almost. The second verse, the rebuttal, he's almost defending his actions for what the racist said, that we act this way because of because of these are your opinions. But this is why we act this way. And which I which I think can be a problematic discussion. I think it was a good discussion because the white dude. First off. A lot of white folks just don't know what's going on. They don't have a lot of interaction uh, with black people outside of. Like that, you can have a real conversation with. You know, what I mean, I was in the yeah, situa- not not the not the work whitewash yeah. kind of conversation. I was with a, uh, I was at a uh, at work on a business trip, and you know, we was out of town, was at the hotel, and we was sitting back drinking and whatever, and we was down at Gettysburg. You know what I'm saying? And that whole thing was a it was a racially charged situation, and some of the guy was like, looked like so, like not to be fun. Like, what do you think about all this? You know what I'm saying? Because this is like the elephant in the room is like this was all based on, uh, quote unquote, fighting for slavery. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when that opened up a dialogue and I start having a conversation, then another young lady, well, not even a young lady, another um, older woman started asking different questions. And you can you can genuinely see that I don't come in contact with enough people where I can actually ask these questions. Right. So I may have a certain view and opinion because I'm ignorant. Not ignorant as far as like an unbad word. Like, I just don't know. So if I have these different views and opinions, do say, listen, you wear your pants this way. You need this. You, this, you, you guys don't have jobs. You own this. Da, 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 da. Sometimes you don't even understand the benefit that you're getting from from white supremacy or whatever. So I have all these different thoughts and opinions and I express those to you. And then you'd be like, hey. Did you know that the reason that I can't get a job is because you won't hire me and you boom, boom, boom. So why the. While they was while he was rapping, if you take a look at the white dude's face, he was like he was like, oh shit. Like he was making face for like, oh wow, I didn't know that. And he put his head down in shame at one point, like, like, damn, nigga, you got a, like you got a point. You know what I'm saying? Um as far as this the I thought it was dope as far as the dialogue. I think goes, it's a creative concept, but I Because essentially I just don't think it's realistic. Essentially, I think it's more realistic than so what what most people went they watched the video, it was like, no, I wanted the black guy to win. I wanted the black guy to say all this evil stuff. I mean, say all the stuff and white guy to feel bad and like, boom, we show him. There's no end. There's like, what does that? There's no conversation. There's no kind of way to move forward. This person doesn't feel that he knows anything about you. He just feel like we told him off. Absolutely. You won the, the capping contest or whatever. But like what kind of thing? What does it resolve? Like at the end of the day, we need to both understand each other so we can move forward. Not not move forward and like forget, but like you need to know what's going on while we feel this way so we can actually address these issues. Because if you don't believe that there is an actual issue, we can never fix it. And you don't know that there's an issue because we haven't invested enough time to have a conversation with somebody. Like it's a bunch of police officers who go into this neighborhood and don't know why it's like that. All I know is it's a horrible neighborhood and they robbing, they shooting. All I care about is getting these these N words off the street. And you looking at this shit like I put I put it in a better better way. 
I'm over in Iraq. We got U.S. military troops over there. Both of y'all think y'all right. You know what I'm saying? The troops yeah. over there thinking that y'all guys is bad, and we coming over here to fix y'all, and you living in this neighborhood your whole life, now you got a tank riding through your street? Like, no, that needs to be a conversation at some point because both of y'all think y'all right, and both of y'all going to always keep attacking each other. Um, so one side can bash the other, say, you did this, you did this, you did this, you did this. You feel bad, but like nothing actually nothing's comes up. get resolved. Yeah, so it, I didn't even think the second verse was that nice. Like, I thought I thought the song and the concept itself was creative, but I don't I don't think it that it doesn't help to resolve anything. I think it. Damn, I hate when this shit happens, but I do think it it starts a conversation. I hate that fucking. Because we've been having a different we, we've conversations. Had, we've, had, we've been having conversations for the past. We've been talking. Us. We, black folks, have been having conversations. We've been having enough conversations. But the conversation, white folks don't feel comfortable enough to, to actually ask the questions that they really want to ask to because they think they're gonna get, we're going to get mad. And it's not a safe form. It's not an open form. They ask a question. They think they're going to get mad or attacked or some shit. Oh, you said what? Uh, like, it's a fear there. I mean, maybe maybe that's fair though. Like you, just because you can act something doesn't mean that you should. Why shouldn't you? If it's gonna get you to the, if if we really trying to is get it, to is it is it going to get to, is it, is it going to get you to a level of understanding or is it you just asking because I'm just so curious and I need to know? Because I I think that's that's two completely different things. Well, I want to know why you think that. Yes, I do think it will get you to a level of understanding. Like some people just have literally have no clue why somebody would kneel for the flag. I have no fucking idea. I, I hold this flag in such high regard. I do not understand why you, in words, are kneeling doing the national anthem. It don't make sense to me. And they will never understand until they have a conversation with somebody who can actually explain why. Like, well, this don't, you know what I mean? They just, no, it's a wall. And I would never understand. What- and, and I guess on the flip side, I could say I would never understand why people, you know, hold the flag in such high regard. Mm-hmm. So two people who have two different views can come to a discussion and find out why the other person feels that way. It doesn't mean that I'm going to take over your new belief. That I mean, I want you to take over mine or vice versa. But I can understand how you came to that. And hopefully we can have a respectful dialogue and then it will be a less animosity. Like, oh, okay, I can see where you're coming from. I don't agree with it. I know how you got, I, I saw you, you did your math. I saw you do your work. I, I, I see how you got to the answer. I don't agree with it, but I, I see that. But man, racism is as American as the flag itself. It is. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what another conversation is going to resolve. Well, what is no conversation going to resolve? It's going to actually get worse with no conversation, though. What's going to make it better, though? Because we've been talking and having conversations. and it's Because when a, when a conversation does come up. Right now, we are being stripped of our civil rights. It's, it's systematically happening. Like we're, we're losing Trump. 45 is coming in and stripping away that everything the previous president did for no rhyme or reason. Just to say that that's. Our previous president, our previous president did not do anything for my civil rights. Yes, he's a black man, but he did zero zip zilch for my civil rights. And if we under the impression that Donald Trump in the last year has did some fucked up shit like like the other 
44 presidents wasn't doing some evil fucked up shit. Like, we be, we got a real short uh, memory when it comes to the fucked up shit and how black people are treating this country, even under a black president. Because he was not looking out for us. No, I always say that you know Obama I mean? could have done. When I look at what Trump has done for certain groups, it always, you know, makes me feel a certain way that maybe Obama could have done more for us. Like at at thirty five years old, we lived through Bill Clinton both terms. We lived to George Bush's whatever. Like both terms, both terms. Like no, we all, like people are age. You old enough to know what the fuck is going on? The internet is there. Books are there. Political TV shows. The internet is there for now. Right. But, like, the shit is here. Like, you can have a, like, you should know what the fuck is going on if you care. But we got a very short attention span. And it was just cool. Oh, our first black president played the saxophone. He smoked weed. He got hid in the White House. Like, that shit thought, niggas thought that shit was cute. Don't don't associate those three fucked up items with being black. Oh, he played a saxophone. He smoked weed and he had an affair. Oh, he's black. <laughs> what? He also did put some very stringent drug laws in place, which are the reason that a lot of black and brown people are locked up to this day. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to say that the Trump is the reason that shit happened because this shit been going on since since it's been going he's just on. The new, he's just the new poster boy of racism yeah. at the moment. And he ain't really getting shit off. All this shit keep getting denied. So hopefully. I mean, Obamacare is going to be it was probably harder to repeal than what he initially thought. Shit ain't four pages long where you can just go go whiten out some shit like it's it's a very well thought out plan that was put into place. You were that close and you missed, bro. The first one was all net. Though. Um, you know what I'm saying? That was kind of. But right. the game winner wasn't. Hey, dog, whatever. Uh, but um, hey, man, I think uh, racial versus racist is a is a pretty good conversation to have. And. I'm sure we didn't say some things on this podcast that people that we thought was definitely we're having a racial conversation and people were like, no, that's racist. Hey, man, we just had a sponsor pull out because <laughs> <laughs> because of racial what they say, racial slurs. I'm pretty sure they went back and looked at the Black Lives Matter episode. And listen to that. Hey, man, you could listen to quite a few of these episodes and we've I will. I'll just take responsibility for myself. I've, I know I've said some problematic shit on Shop Talk, but guess what? Whose name is on the outside of the motherfucking office? Hey, man, uh, I definitely, at the end of the day, man, I got to be true to myself. Um, I'm never going to be, it's a, a character, a character of myself. You know what I mean? Some of the shit we do, we some of it be tongue-in-cheek. I hope people understand that, like, some of the shit don't be like. Yeah, but some of the shit is real feeling. And I don't never want to say, but, like, we've had white guests because we. That sounds fucked <laughs> up. Yeah, it sounds. Re- <laughs> that sounds really fucked up. <laughs> I got that sound really fucked. I didn't have four. <laughs> I got four black friends. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to ever to ever come to that because I mean, even the guests that we've had of you know other races, like I feel like our, you know, our our people that are genuinely friends to us in the show, like you know, our first big guest was How You Clothing, and I remember when P pulled up and I called you and I said, hey. Is do you is he white? And like we didn't know. But like P has been very gracious, very kind, loving, and if we've ever called and asked him genuinely for anything, he's always come through. And right. somebody that not only do I feel is a business associate, but somebody to like I would stick my neck out for, for because sure. I know P has done the same for us. Without without ever meeting us, 
he he was gracious to us from the very first meeting 100%. that we ever had. And I mean, P is white, but I mean, I is I love he, is he though? <laughs> I love him to death. He's my brother. Yeah, I love him to death because he he done stuck his neck out and done a lot more for us than people of our own skin tone yeah. that we've at that we that have called and asked us to, to come on here. Shit. And then no call, no show, blow us off. So I mean, it so, go it goes both ways. Listen, you can do a no call, no show. Uh professionally, I'm never fucking with you again. I'm not about to be beefing with you in the street. No, nah, like, no, nah, it's cool. Angry it's cool. Like that. It's cool because it happens. But professionally, I'm not fucking with you again. It is. It is is what it is. Yeah. It's I, got, I mean, I pay rent here. You know what I'm saying? Like, gotta. I got. I pay taxes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is. A, this is. A I lot. mean, somebody blew us off twice after calling us both times and asking to come through. Yeah. So it is what it is. But um, you wouldn't do that to the Breakfast Club. No. But you that's that's cool. Because what I said last year, you can either get down or you can lay down. You made your choice. We had a pretty good 2017. We had an amazing 2017. Next week. Amazing. Uh, next week is going to be the Shop Talk Awards. Uh, so this is what I want y'all to do. It's call for action. We about to wrap this shit up. Uh, call for action. Uh, there's two things I want you to do. Um, if you listen to on iTunes, I do need you to go and rate the episode. I mean, rate the, the podcast. Five stars. We need that five-star love. We need to get our ratings up so we can make it to, you know what I'm saying, one of the main pages. Because people listen, but they don't tend to rate that often. Yeah. So uh, We got the numbers, so we know you all are listening every single week. Absolutely. And we do, every month is our best month ever. Yeah, we are trending this month, you know. Uh, we, we, was, we, we Last month, we didn't upload, uh, no, this month, we, no, technically that was last month, we skipped the episode. So yeah. We had a week of, of views that weren't there, but... It is what it is. We we still in a good we we in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, but rate the episode whether you're on SoundCloud, you know SoundCloud, you know you can use, you can you can you can use comments. You know. What I'm yeah. Saying? Rate, comment, talk back to us. Absolutely. Uh, and the other thing is we doing the Shop Talk Awards. Uh, so I don't know if you know some of you guys are new listeners, but we did a Shop Talk Awards last year, and we gave awards for like uh, you know best album of the year and shit like that, dumbest statement of the you know this little weird awards. If you want. If you've been thinking of an award, go ahead and uh, DM it over to Shop Talk Podcast or email us at shoptalkpodcast at gmail.com. You got some ideas for nominees? Yeah. Are we going to bring in uh, another female edition like we did last year? We brought Judy in, but that was before they started their own thing. Yeah. Who you got in mind? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We know some pretty amazing women. We do. Oh, also, uh, somebody wants us to come on their year-end wrap-up podcast. Uh, and they want to record it here too, so I mean, uh, we'll be here already. Yeah. So literally, after we record our year, because we got to do ours first, so it don't sound like, seem like we biting nothing, right? Uh, so after we record our shit next week, uh, we'll be here. Yeah. So shout out to them. I won't say who it is yet until we get everything confirmed. You know what I mean? But shout out to them. But we've had a good year. We had a really good year. Rick man. Ross. We started off the year with IBGM. Yeah, we started the, the, the which is still our number one episode. Uh, Detroit Charlie, shout out to Charlie. I want to get uh, him and uh, him and his wife in here. Uh, we have Mo Dirty, Nolan, and Ninja. Man, Ty Mopkins. Yeah, we had shout uh, out to Ty because that was that Ty and Rick Ross were really and. Ty and Rick Ross were really thanks to SJ and AJ who have also been like. You know, uh, the plug. If yeah. if they not the 
if they're not the plug, I don't know what else is. Um, really good brothers, man. Also, um, we had a. Uh, Shining the Hippie in here. Yeah. Uh, she got a new show on YouTube, um, a poetry joint that she's um, doing, which is really dope. I checked out the first Kena two in the episodes. City. Shout out to her. She's just a very dope person, man. Yeah, she she I working really, on book number two. I She sent it to me. I had the opportunity to, to read it. So the first edit of it, amazing. I really like her. She dope. Um, we just had a we, P came back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The, um, was that the Labor Day or Memorial Day? I can't always get them joints mixed up. But it, it was, was a that, surprise. It was uh, one of them surprise motherfuckers uh, episodes. We had the first interview with Motor City Oprah after her viral. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So check this out. Carmel Appleshaw. Shout out to you. Yeah, man. We'll go through all this shit next week. But we started. We had we had a strong fucking year. Nigga, we started. We opened up a fucking studio. Yeah. We got 11 different podcasts recording out here. I will say, I'll say it now on air. I remember when you called me and said, I'm going to look at a spot for a studio. I was like, bet. You know, I figured we would look at a few spots. and But we didn't, though. You called me and said, look, I think I found the spot. You and Muddy came. You, Muddy, and Cool Breeze came and saw it. And I was like, bet, maybe sometime this week I get a chance to go up there. The next call I got from you was like, look, I signed the lease for the spot. It was going My, quick. My heart hit the bottom of my stomach, and I was like, I honestly was like, I don't think we should. Let's I didn't think it was a good idea. I didn't, I'm not pulling the trigger on nothing <laughs> I'm not sure of. I didn't think it was a good idea, but you took the lead on that one as my partner, and I just had to, like, we was we was involved. I mean, I looked at what we was paying just to record at the other studio um, just weekly, and with Mike. I got a commitment from, you know what I'm saying, half and half from Mike. I'm like, well, shit, I pay this shit myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Uh, by the grace of God, though. We ain't had to pay. <laughs> yeah, business has been good month in. Like, I'm not I'm not to say this entrepreneurial journey that we're on isn't without its ups and downs because the shit is not always shiny. When we first started this and we was getting five, ten listens a week, I was just thinking, like, eh, you know, maybe I could be doing something else with my Fridays. But we st- you know, we killing them with consistency, and yeah. that's we still here. Yeah, we man. going into year three, and uh, yeah, we about to have some big things popping out in twenty eighteen. That's all I can say is we got some big things popping in twenty eighteen. Two things I like to say: you can either get down <laughs> or you can lay down. And number two, price of the brick going up. Oh, price of the brick is going up. Because uh, <laughs> what, what, what did I say? What I sent you that clip from the wire, but around these parts, I'm what you would call an authority figure, <laughs> and, and, and the price is is definitely going up. Because um, we're looking to move into a bigger space in 2018. When we literally, by the time we look up, right around your birthday, the lease is going to be up, yeah. and we're gonna need more room. And uh, I, I just want to get these new microphones in this bitch. Them bitches five hundred dollars a piece. So uh, the price of the beat going <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, we got. <laughs> I see. I see at least five mics when I look around the room. You know what I'm saying? We started with two. Hey man, no, we started with one. Yeah, we, we started with the with the one joint that you put on the table <laughs> and yeah. recorded everything. Nigga, we recorded this first couple episodes on an iPad and an iOS mic. You know what I'm saying? I want to do everything on Apple. We had a different mixer board. We had different everything. Man, we ought to, we about to be out here. 2018 is popping. We'll wrap all this shit up next week. We do our wrap-up episode. We give all our shout-outs. We, we get all our awards. Yeah, we're not going to tell y'all some of the plans because shit's still... We got we got to iron we got to iron some stuff out, but yeah. it's gonna be bigger and better. Give out your social media, bro. Um, follow me at uh, J Johnson three one three, 
and uh, follow the Shop Talk Podcast page. It's Shop Talk Podcast and uh, Shop Talk Podcast Studios. You know what I'm saying? Book some time in 2017 because if you didn't book in 2017, you're getting a new rate in 2018. Fair enough. Uh, Dame Gone Wild, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, shit don't ever change. Uh, you know, add us, DM us, reach out to us. We are here. We are out in these streets. We visible. And we open to new ideas, new partnerships, because the brand is only getting stronger. Hey, guess what? Because I'm feeling real happy and generous and shit. If you want to um, leave a voice mo- voicemail message, voice note, send it over to, uh, email it over to shoptalkpodcast at gmail.com. We'll play them at the end of the next um, next episode. So if you had a favorite episode this year, or if you just want to say, keep up good work. Whatever you want to say, man, we're going to put them shits on the next uh, episode. So shoptalkpodcast at gmail.com. I know you got a smartphone. Record the shit and email it right on your little phone. Nothing really spectacular. I hope you got an iPhone. It's called Voice Notes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that Android shit is called, but I'm sure it's there. We had the good-ass Battle of the Sexes episode. I forgot all about that. Shout out yeah. to AK, Jayla. Yeah, we had a we had a that was a dope episode. Yeah, we got to get them back. Yeah, David, and we did a crossover episode with um cocktails co- and conversations, cocktails and convos. Um, we just had a dope we had a dope year. Good good run. It's yeah. only gonna get better. I mean, I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah, peace.